Hey, hi, hello, welcome back to the podcast, What's lovely up, people. people. Um, I think we just started doing one every month. Well, something like that. Yeah. Well, anyways, it's not planned. Also, someone is making a loud noise in my house. Anyways, um, uh, what was I gonna say? I was gonna say something. Oh, you guys should follow our Instagram. Yes. Um, it's mixtape dot mem. Wait, mixtape dot of dot mems. Yeah. Oh, I think my mom's yeah. home. Yeah, it's mixtape dot of dot mems. Yeah. Um, that's where like I hardly ever post on it, but you know. We have it. You should follow it. Anyways, uh, do you do you want to tell them what we're gonna talk? Yeah. So today, <laughs> lovely. It's a little early, but we decided. I thought it'd be really about, funny. Yeah. As said by Pinterest, people really talk about the things they think about. So we decided that we're just gonna dive right into it because that's part of our podcast, and we are going to talk about boys. <laughs> perfect timing <laughs> yes yeah third podcast in and we're second, talking about boys yeah, yeah wait yeah yep. okay so as we've started mm-hmm. the trend of reading poem poetry mm-hmm. before yeah. every podcast um we have poems on love or boys or whatever it is <laughs> whatever um so i'm gonna go first Cool. Not that you have any say. <laughs> okay, anyway, Mary. Yeah. Yeah, do this. Okay, anyways. Um this is this is my poem. <laughs> oh, yeah. In our defense, we don't plan our I podcast. Can't I know most it. people okay. do that. We don't are, script them out. As said by some famous artist. <laughs> Spontaneity is the birthplace of art. Who said that? I don't know, but I know a same famous artist said that. I think it might have been Vincent Van Gogh. Oh, okay. Um, well, he also ate paint and cut off yeah. his own ears. So. He had a really good quote, though, that I have somewhere. Okay. <clears throat> Serious. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Mary. Anyway, you read it? No, I will read it. Okay, Mary's going to read her poem. Love will come. And when love comes, it will hold you. Love will call your name and you will melt. Sometimes, though, love will hurt you. But love will never mean to. Love will play no games because love knows life has been hard enough already. Your turn. I like that one. That one's super sweet. Me too. That's why I picked it. That's really sweet. Um... Which one did I end up picking? You didn't tell me. Oh, just, oh duh. <laughs> you were just like, I have a poem. I had like 17 poems because I love poems about love. I don't. I think it's like <laughs> the most beautiful thing ever. I don't. Well, I mean, I do, but it's complicated. We'll save that for later. Anyways, how have you guys been? Okay, I found it. Okay, I found it. Amongst the 50 million other ones I wanted to read. I, oh my gosh. We should do a podcast where we just read poetry. Okay. Let us know. 
<laughs> somehow please through our instagram we, yeah follow you think, it if you think that we should do a podcast where we just pick a topic and then just read poetry from that poetry is like the most beautiful thing ever i would die we'd probably end up crying by the end but it's okay it'd be fine okay <laughs> If the boy who draws lets you look over his shoulder, if the poet smiles and shows you her words, if the girl who sings for the shower only hums a song in front of you, know that you are no longer a person, but the air and dust that fill their lungs. When the world perishes and all things cease to exist, you'll remain inside an ink stain, a paintbrush, a song. That is my poem. Also, a little bit never talks about. It doesn't say anything more specifically. How is it a love poem, then? Because if you truly it love someone... It confuses me, actually. Well, because if someone truly loves you, then they trust you, and they can be vulnerable with you. And mm-hmm. that's what each person does. Mm-hmm. And love is infinite. In, like, art, I see what you like. Yeah. In art, it's where you're most vulnerable. And love is infinite, so when the world mm-hmm. perishes, you're still there in right. love. That makes sense. I love I'm gonna use that word so much. I love that poem. I love, love the love, love of the poem. Love. Yeah, you know what? Fun um, fact: When I was a kid, I used to watch Hallmark movies all the time. Literally, I was in eighth grade, and I would watch them all day, every day. And my mom was like, "You need to stop. You have an obsession." Okay, but I feel like Hallmark movies kind of kill actual yeah. love. Well, so like now I can't. Watch- um. So I accidentally stopped the recording, and I don't remember what I was saying. That's okay. You were talking about Hallmark movies. Anyways, stupid. Anyways. <laughs> Boy. I used to do that though. I used to watch a lot of romance movies. Yeah. I just stop myself. Because it like Well, they just got boring after a while. Well, but also the same thing it, like kills real love. Because all you want is like the romantic the kissing in the rain and not seeing each other for a million years and then showing up one day and being like, oh, I know I I'm gonna marry you. you. I still love you, even though I thought you were dead. That's not and I was dating works. somebody else. Yeah. Like I'm engaged to marry someone else, but man, but you're man, the love of my life. life. <laughs> not just other dude who I thought was the love of my life. Definitely not. It's always a banker. Like it's always a banker, <laughs> or like and the other man. dude's like a lumberjack, and he's like, "Come to this fancy party with me, the banker dude." And then some other one's like, "Let's but go." I need to be free in the wild. <laughs> well, okay, I know there's one other poem I want to read because I just realized I remember this oh, one. I actually, for the most part, I think I memorized this poem. <laughs> I was given a book full of these poems, and it's in there. I know it. Oh, it's really full cute. Poem. Mm-hmm. I have a poem I wrote. Lucy said I couldn't read it though. Well, okay, you can read it. <laughs> I'm going to roll poem itself. Okay, like this one it. I found it. This is like my favorite one. Real love. You said you couldn't keep waiting for me to say I love you too, oh. but I'd say it. To, oh, but I'd said it to you every day in ways you never knew. Oh, it poured cold. over your umbrella that I held for you in the rain, caught in the way I kissed your bruises just to take away the pain, baked in the cake I made you when you got the biggest slice. And when you told me that you loved it, how I baked it for you twice. It was buckled in the seatbelt I always told you to put on, and in the ways that I would miss you every time that you were gone. I might not have said those four words in the old and standard way, but I'd learned to action speak, speak much louder than anything that you can say. So if you're really tired of waiting for those four words to leave my throat, all I can say is that it's cold outside, so don't forget your coat. I love that poem. That poem is literally beautiful. It gives me life. Literally, it's like literally. that is love right Aaron there. Erin Hansen. Beautiful. Mm. I want you to look up Erin Hansen. Mm. Literally, the most she is the most like ever. poetic person. I can't. I I aspire. Mm-hmm. I aspire to be like her. Yep. 
anyways um boys lucy how about you i don't even know how how do we talk how do we talk about boys <laughs> i think i just kind of came about love yeah well um i just want to point out that this this poem the one that we just read doesn't talk about affection mm. and it doesn't talk about like random adorable little things people did that were like out of the ordinary and crazy and like ridiculous i love that it talks about like everyday little things that people mm. made sure they did and continue to do to show that they loved you and it like plays into more like the things you need than the things that you want mm-hmm. i just want to point that out because that's what i love about this poem is that it's not saying that she like went and bought this person a mansion mm-hmm. and then like gave them everything they could possibly ever want that's completely unnecessary it's saying that they made sure that they were cared for in all the ways that they need to be cared for it's kind of like that motherish nature yeah you know what i mean like giving someone the basic needs and like i feel like that is one of the biggest forms of love it's just making sure someone has like the basic needs that what they what they mm-hmm. need basically so redundant basic needs to what they need. I want to say there was a quote I saw, but I don't actually know if it was a quote I saw, so I'm just going to say it like it's my own words. There was one point where um, I was talking to somebody about love, and I literally can't remember if it was a quote. Dang it. Um, but they said... i trying to remember. Um, they said, like, since love is supposed to make you free, the person who loves you should be the one that makes you feel like you don't have to take care of yourself. Mm. I think it was a quote. Yeah. I think you read that. Yeah, I think I did at one point. I don't remember. But it's like you shouldn't have to feel like you're taking care of yourself anymore. Right. You should feel like someone else is taking care of you. I don't mean that in like, oh my gosh, that person provides for every single thing you possibly need. You're complete, completely dependent on them. But I mean like that person, yeah, like you no longer have to worry about making sure you feel safe or you don't have mm-hmm. to worry about building up walls so that no one can break them down. You don't have to worry about like providing yourself with all the normal things that life needs because that person will provide them for you naturally if they love you. I agree. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe this should be an episode about love. Just love, not boys. Love, not boys. Because boys get specific and love is like general and universal and beautiful. Mm Mm-hmm. Boys are messy. <laughs> Only messy if you make no never mind. No, just aren't in general. <laughs> Speak to the devil, there's Matt. That's my dad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> um what do we want to start with love? I, I don't know. Hey dad. Okay. Uh love. L. <laughs> Explore the way you look at me. I was literally just thinking that song. Um, oh. Okay, define love in four words. No. <laughs> Shut up. Seriously, please do it. Love and... It doesn't have to be like a sentence. It can be like four words. It's not a haiku. <laughs> you know what? Anyways. Um, love in four words? Like to you. Like can you even sum up love in four words? Yeah. 
Just pick adjectives that you think describe love to you. An adjective is a word that describes. Right? Mm hmm Okay. Uh, um, I'm drawing a blank here. I would say you could say caring. Like, you want me to go first? I'll go first. Yeah. Describe love in four words. I would say it's free, it's independent, it's Like, it's supportive, and it's and it's particular. Those are the four words I would use to describe both. Free, independent, supportive, and particular. Solid. I, I don't have four words. Because I think, to me, the only kind of love that I've known is like platonic love and I just don't know if like that's that's love but like I feel like that's a different type yeah like I feel like if I were to sum that up it would be like friendly and fun and caring and just like like mama bird yeah like it would just be like I'm gonna take care of you because you're my friend and like I want to make sure that I'm always there for you like I don't know what the romantic Mm -hmm. Is that what we want to focus is? on? Is the romantic? Well, if we were to focus on that, I'm pretty sure you'd be talking all the time. Because no, you would be able to talk. About what? Romantic love. How? What it feels like. What does so, it feel like? You know what romantic love feels like. It doesn't have to be returned. I don't think love has to be returned. So that's why it's independent. Okay, I think you're right. Because I think that, yeah, I think people love people without being loved in return. Like that Aaron Hansen poem. Where she's like, you're waiting for someone to say I love you. And even though she never said, I love you, she still loved the person. I and they think, still love that person, even though she never said, I love you, too. I think love is a lot of actions as well, like the poem was saying. Yeah. Because I think, you know, there's always actions speak out of the words. And I think that someone can say that they love you. And someone can be like, oh, my gosh, I'm, I'm so, like, I love you so yeah, much. Yeah. But, like, are they in love with you? Mm-hmm. Because I saw this thing. And it said, um, it was like, when he said that he loved me, that he never said that he was in love with me, something like that. Because mm-hmm. there's a difference from loving someone and being in love with them. Yeah. Because it's like, there are people I love. Am I in love with them? No, because... I think that would be the difference between like the mama romantic, bear love right. and romantic love. It's like yeah. you love somebody, so you're gonna take care of them, right. and you're gonna help them grow, and then you're in love with somebody, so you become their foundation. Mm-hmm. Like instead of helping someone else build their foundation, you are their foundation. Right. And I would say, I wouldn't say that people. I've been thinking about this a lot lately. I wouldn't say that people are complete when they find the person that they're in love with. Mm-hmm. I would say that the person they're in love with helps them to see that they were complete on their own. Mm-hmm. Like they show you how you were made complete. Mm-hmm. 
Because I feel like people are always like, I need you because you're my better half or whatever. You're my missing puzzle yeah. piece. And no one, they're supposed to show you that you don't actually have a missing puzzle piece. Right, like there's a piece to your puzzle. Yeah. But they weren't it's not the missing. missing. Piece. They just weren't Well, there. at the same time, like, everybody always is like, there's something wrong with me all the time. And most people try to fill that up with, like, that person that's supposed to be their missing piece. But you're just supposed to see that there was nothing wrong with you. Right. The only reason... I think that is saying is because they think that there's something they think mm-hmm. that there's something missing um and I think that's one thing about love is that whenever we feel like we're missing something and we're not in love or in a relationship we automatically assume that that's we're missing love but really you could be missing like the love that you give yourself yeah and I think or accepting love right like from other people that already <clears throat> love you yeah. So I think that something that has to be learned is that love comes in different like shapes and sizes. It, mm-hmm. it like not one love fits everyone. You know? Yeah. And like when you love someone, it's going to be in the way that you both need to be loved. Right. It's complimentary. Yeah. So like all your little weak spots are gonna be. It's like it's like puzzle pieces fitting together. Yeah. It's not. It's just not you're missing. Yeah. You're still an image without that person. Right. And I think that's something is that we tend to put a lot of our identities Mm -hmm. and things into other people. Yeah. Like I need this person. Right. Like this person. It's it's also kind of like if I have this in my life i will be complete like if i have this then i am me like which is strange because if you think about it if people were to think about that like you you wouldn't feel completed by having another person telling you i love you because everybody tells you they love you like your parents tell you you love you that they love you your siblings tell you they love you what it is is like okay well i'm kidding um but it's like you would feel complete if you had someone to show you that you were already complete. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like like every heart is a puzzle. And sure, that person helps you find puzzle pieces, but they're not an actual piece in your puzzle. They're the mm-hmm. they're like the glue that goes in your puzzle mm-hmm. afterwards, so that you don't have to worry about it breaking. I just came up with that. I would wow. I would agree with that statement. Um, yeah (laughs) i don't know what else this is a pretty chopped up yeah this is kind of i don't know i mean i feel like the last one was kind of chopped up but like in defense of the last one, we were sitting in an adoration chapel at a youth group. So. <laughs> the last one, we had a lot of problems. And we had a lot of problems. <laughs> yeah. Way too many drafts for that one. It was. I have so many drafts in here that you guys would, you guys would love to see. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, what else should we ask about? Um, should we talk about self-love? Are we just covering every type of We're love? We're still on boys' or are we love. Have boys' love. Do you believe in soulmates? I already asked you this question. I know, today. but you didn't answer. Yeah, well, you didn't ask me the question, so I didn't I answer. I just did. Okay. Anyways, 
Um, I feel like that's complicated because I do, but I don't. Okay. Because I believe that there is some sort of like fate type thing that brings everyone together. And like, I believe that you meet every single person for a reason. And there's this quote or something. And it's like, everyone you meet is either a blessing or a lesson. Mm -hmm. And I believe that, you know, that's true because I've learned it in my own life. Um, so like there's people that you're meant to meet. Right. Like there's people that teach you. And then I think that, I think that the romantic in me wants to believe that there is some knight in shining armor that's going to come oh my gosh. rolling in with wind blowing and rose petals and, you know, yeah. just some, like, princess type of thing. But I think that the realist in me that is kind of bitter towards love knows that there isn't. And that's like, that's just like a figment of imagination. But I do believe, I guess I don't really believe in soulmates. I think I believe more in like fate mates. Yeah. Like there's someone that you're meant to meet and right. be with. Like there, there is but someone. But it's not like your guys' souls are attached forever. Right. Like it's your, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Because I think that also you can meet a type of like soulmate and mm -hmm. have them not oh i thought and have them not be romantic yeah like you, you know? be best friends with that person right like have you seen that quote where it's like soulmates aren't always lovers mm -hmm. and i think that sometimes to me that's more of what a soulmate is is to be like someone who actually gets your soul like they don't like they don't have to be romantically right. connected to it but it's right. like you guys just understand each other yeah like those people they just kind of just click with yeah, somehow. Like me and you. Yeah. Actually, though, like, what the heck? It's kind of kind of funny because it's like the randomest people too. Soulmates are never like, oh, we're exactly alike, so we have to get each other. Yeah. It's always people who are like, how the hell do you understand <laughs> what the heck is going through the other person's head? Yeah. No. But like, hmm. I mean, honestly. So you believe in like soulmates, not romantically, and then like fate mates. Yes. Gotcha. Well, I don't really know. I don't really know, but yes, yes, definitely, yes. You believe in meeting people for a reason? Yes, I do. I believe that every single person happens for a reason, and that is important. I agree with that. So, yes. That. But I also believe that the people you meet and, and things, like, just don't. I think that your lessons that you learn from people don't define those people. Right. You know what I mean? Like, every person is a bad guy in someone's story. Mm -hmm. So. Every person's the hero in someone else's. Right. So but I think that's because no one knows what they're teaching you. No one ever knows what they're teaching you. So anyway... We were talking about soulmates and how people give you lessons and they teach you things even without realizing it. Yep. Hmm. I'm trying to think where to go from here. Um, 
I guess I'll ask my question again. What do you think is an action that sums up love the best? Like something someone can do that's like, wow, that's love. Or that shows what love is. Well, I think, like, it can be... Uh, We're really dead. <laughs> mind freeze. Um, physical? Like, no, oh, not. <laughs> you're good. You're good. You're good. Like love language. There's like gifts and you know affirmations. So touch and stuff. I think what each person sees as genuine love is unique to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that to me. It is like flowers or something. They give you <laughs> like someone going out of their way to get you something that means yeah. a lot. Yeah. Like if you I compliment me, like I'm gonna remember that for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Um cards. I keep every single card. Me too. I have, I have a shoebox of cards. It's literally my favorite box. thing to go through. Every single letter that's ever been given me. Yeah. Um and I also think that a really big sign of love to me is when someone's loving you, even when they're at their lowest in life. Oh, like when they're hurting? Yeah, when they're hurting and they still choose to love you and, like, be there for you, even though they need someone there for them. Like those short films with, like, the single parent that's struggling and yet they're still, like, tucking their kid into bed and reading them bedtime stories and yeah. stuff. I think, it, I think it's something like that. Um, I can see that for you. <laughs> I can what? It's just funny because that's I not mean, how you were before. What? What? Like you weren't used to that for a while. This is not an episode about growth, so we will not be doing that. <laughs> um, for me, I think it would be like. Yeah, I guess similar, like, someone doing something for you, but not, like, going out of their way. It's mm-hmm. more like someone doing something so that you can continue doing what you're doing, like, helping build you up. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm, like, because I know I, Mary knows this, too. I'm not the best at taking care of myself, so, like, I don't get full hours of sleep, and I don't eat all three meals a day when I should, and I don't, like, and it's not even me trying to not be that way. It's, like, I just am absent-minded, and when I focus on something, I'd like to focus on it no matter what and let everything else sit aside. So, like, if I were to be, like, reading or writing something or working on a project, like, for someone to come up and, like, give me food, like, bring me food or be like, hey, okay, you need to go to bed now. Like, someone making sure that I was given the proper care, even if it's just a reminder – to if I was given the proper care so that I can be the, my best self, mm-hmm. like making sure that I'm not drained or mm-hmm. like so absent minded that I forget to do something that's going to um, drain my energy or I forget to do something that's going to keep me um, at my best, they're going to like remind me of that. I think that's probably for me like the greatest form of love. It's like making sure that someone's still able to go on. Mm-hmm. which I think is why I love those short films so much is because it's like even though the person's struggling and they're not at their best they want to make sure that the other people are at their best because they're at, because that's putting 
that person on a higher priority than yourself mm-hmm. saying like, I want them to be at their best, even if I'm not on my own. And I know for me, a lot of the ways that I like to receive love are the ways that I give love because I guess I'm a very like straightforward person because it's just like the way that I love is the way I want to be loved. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I, I always like to think there's, there's that quote and it's like, be the person you needed for someone else. And I've tried to incorporate that into my life. And so now in every single thing that I do, I try to do like what I would need. So like when I take care of someone, I take care of them in the way that they need, but I also take care of them in the way that I think they need, you know, like with the authenticity that you would need. Right. And it's like, like I always try to text you and ask how you are Mm -hmm. just because like, you know that that's what you would need. Yeah. Yeah. That's super cool. So, I wish I was that straightforward. So good at this. I am not straightforward. I am a giant oh, maze. I'm not straight. That's one of the only. Oh no! Even in that, even in that. Actually, I'm probably more straightforward than all the other senses. Yeah, you're more that's the only in this. I'm so confusing. I will not. We are the most confusing people. On I'm disclaimer. literally a jigsaw puzzle and a. Like, We're missing a hell of a lot of pieces, man. <laughs> Not no, in a bad way. I'm a riddle. We're riddles. That's what we are. The most confusing riddles you could ever oh, I like that. imagine. <laughs> I like to think that I'm amazed where like some of the walls have crumbled so that there's different paths than you think you have to take. It's cool. I literally just came up with that. I'd like to think that that's what I'm You know what? I saw but, this thing the other day and it was like disco balls are literally just broken pieces of glass that glow because of light. And it was like, you're not broken. You're just you're a disco just ball. Disco ball. Like, like the one where it's like you're a star. Like you're a star, but for a star to have its greatest it has to point, it has to die. Yeah, yeah it has to come back and die. Plus, there's also the diamond one where it's like diamonds are formed under pressure. So under if you're pressure. going through like pressure, yeah. you're just going to become a diamond. Yeah, I like those. The diamond one always reminds me of that one scene from the Barbie movie, and she, it, it's Princess and the Popper, mm-hmm. and she has the rock, and it's like really ugly on the oh, outside, yeah. and she's talking to the dude, and she's like, You're like this rock. And then she breaks it and open. She breaks it open. And she's like, Ugly on the outside, beautiful on the inside. She says something gross. like that, and basically ever. she's just calling him ugly. <laughs> the funniest thing. Anyways, just hilarious. Um, but yeah, I think I'm more complicated in that. Like, I give it. Maybe, actually, honestly, I don't know. I don't know myself well. The love they want to receive. Yeah, but at the same time, I don't. My love language and the love language I give are completely different. That's just because you're complicated. Exactly. I, I, hello, case in point. But I think it's like. Actually, at the same time, I gave what I wanted to receive, mm-hmm. like past tense. Because mm-hmm. I know, like as a kid, I would have loved to receive as much affirmation as I do now, mm-hmm. or I would have loved to have people spend as much time with me as they do now. Mm-hmm. But words of affirmation, like, is not my biggest love language today. Mm-hmm. Or like, yeah, at this point in my life, and so I think. Yeah, it's me, like, trying to make up for things by making sure other people have what I didn't have mm-hmm. and not what I have in the moment. But, yeah. Yeah. Funny story, when I was a kid, I used to cry when my friends would leave, like, my house, like, if we were hanging out with them. telling me that, yeah. I used to cry because I was so scared that I was never going to see them again. I've always been a sensitive kid. Mm. Anyways. My fun story. I'm such an in-the-moment person that that person would have to disappear first for me, actually. Which sounds so heartless. 
like I swear I love every single person I meet and I think that everyone is such do a beautiful person I actually do I'm not kidding I cannot I've been relate. told this too like I feel like it's just like one of my strengths out of all my weaknesses one of my strengths is that I can pretty easily love people and like I can pretty easily adapt to people and like find myself to be compatible with people mm-hmm. and yeah, like adapt to what they want or need, like the type of friend they need. Mm-hmm. And because of that, like I love people. Like I, yeah, it's just easier for me to love people. Mm-hmm. Um, which is probably why I end up defending people that I really don't need to defend all the time. But anyway, different story. Um, yeah, I'm such an in the moment person where it's like, like, even right now, I'm leaving for college in two weeks. I'm going to go live on the other side of the country. And Don't I will even. not see anybody here Don't for the next, like, even. six months. And it hasn't, like, I'm sunk even aware in. of it. It has not sunk into me. Like, I do not realize it yet. And I know when I realize it, it's going to hurt like heck. It's going to hurt yeah. so bad. But I just have not realized it yet. And I'm such, like, an, yeah, I'm just an in-the-moment person. I think that's what makes it hard for me to, like, talk about future things or like predetermine how I'm going to do something for someone because I don't know how I'm going to feel in that moment Mm -hmm. because I have not like I don't feel that way right now Mm -hmm. so in that moment like I might want to love someone like I might want to get someone a gift today and I'm going to go buy it tomorrow and give it to them tomorrow and then tomorrow I feel like no I want to go do something for them or like Mm -hmm. spend time with them it's just because I'm in the moment person Mm -hmm. Yeah, which I think plays into your, like, unique, like, everybody's got their own ways that they want to love and that they love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I told you I was right. <laughs> I'm always right. The woman is always right. Lies. Anyways. Um, no, Dave Lloyd said so. Joe Lloyd said so. I don't know who he is. Her swing dance instructor. <laughs> well, I know that. Heard that story, like, ten times. Sorry! It's like the same thing every day. Honestly, by the time you guys get married, I could probably tell your kids your met story, whatever. He punched <laughs> me in the face. Yada, yada, yada. We fell in love. Wow. And it was the start of a relationship. And the end of that an age. That's so horrible. Don't <laughs> okay. so ever meet somebody <laughs> or look at it as love when someone punches you in the face when swing dancing. Uh, also the reason joe little disclaimer the reason joe white said that the woman is always right is because the woman is always to the right of you and swing dancing and you when you're swing dancing like to the guy and it's then not because we're right because trust me we sure as heck oh yeah right if we were always no right way. this world would look very different yeah first of all there would be a woman president and google would not exist because the woman's always right so exactly you so you wouldn't have know. to google and there probably wouldn't be research papers. Actually, men probably wouldn't work at all because women are always right. <laughs> guys would be safe. Guys would even be stay-at-home moms. Actually, stay-at-home. if that was right, it'd be like women ruled all the men. And the men just did whatever the women wanted them this to do. It sounds so feminist. It is very feminist. That's why the women aren't always right. We are not that. ever not right. Always right. Disclaimer. It's- you're wrong at least 20% of the time. If not 60 that's a big difference. Yeah, I know. Nice. We fit somewhere in there. Everybody's different. Some people are brilliant. Some people are not. And um, sometimes we're only 80% time right. Yeah. And sometimes we're negative 15% <laughs> right. Yeah. 
you know, like I said, mm. everything's just so change changeable. Which is why love is so cool because right? they complement each other. Love is um, so weird. It's it's spontaneous, like, complimentary. It's supportive. Also, I think, um, I think my favorite like love stories are when people didn't think they were gonna fall in love with each other, and, and then they did. were just like, "Oh crap!" Like, bro. It was like that Pinterest one where it was like, you ever had like a best friend and then you guys are all chill and everything and then one day they brush your shoulder and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, well, I was thinking more along the lines of when I first met you, I didn't know how important you were going to be to me, but oh. that works well, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's a similar thing. Definitely. I don't know what my favorite love story is. My favorite love story is when Cleopatra. I don't even know if she had a love story. Does she, she does actually. Oh, definitely it's a not. Horrible love story. Though. I was gonna say I just <laughs> I have this song by the Lumineers, Cleopatra stuck in I love Cleopatra. The Luminaires are amazing. Yeah, the Luminaires are amazing. They're, um, <gasps> we should start a Spotify video. playlist of music that we Wait, reference on our that videos. video on YouTube, the one where I have Yeah, all okay, of the there's songs. this video on YouTube of all the songs that the Luminaires made because they named them after like people. So and it's like a story of all of Angela them. Angela sleep on the floor. Um Cleopatra. There's some other ones too. Yeah. It's like 20 minutes long and it is the most cinematic, beautiful art piece. Yeah, and Ophelia's in there. You will. I love uh, We should do that though. We should do that. Yeah. We should make a Spotify playlist of all the songs that we yeah. reference in our, in our podcast. Okay. I like that idea. Anyway. Anyways, um, yeah, I forgot what we were talking about. Love. Love is a burning flame. No. <laughs> but I do think it's really cool because it's like women are complimented by guys in like a way they can never compliment each other even though girls like need friends and guys need friends that are guys i don't need no man that's why i'm saying women need friends who are women <laughs> we all compliment each other the fact that we're unique even though we're all different and so like every piece looks different we actually all compliment each we other. We all come together in this beautiful puzzle of life. The circle of life. <laughs> it's the circle. Except we don't die and become the grass that the meerkats eat. Um, That's anyway. really depressing. <laughs> You're right. We Remember become that? the ashes Whoa. that the other people bury people on top of. And you she know called funny? me depressing. No, you know what's funny? Is in like a hundred years when your corpse is like gone. Mm-hmm. Someone's going to probably be buried on top of you. <laughs> I was thinking about that yesterday. Like, what if, like, because they said that it takes, like, three days, or people assume it takes, like, three days for your soul to actually leave your body. Yeah. Like, what if you got buried and then someone got buried on top of you? Would your soul, like, feel that? Because your soul's still, like, alive. Because, like, your soul lives on, like, like someone's of eternity. <laughs> yeah. <So> like, <laughs> I don't know. There would know. have to be a lot of new earth. Or you would have to, like, really decompose. Yeah. Do caskets decompose? decompose. I'm actually not sure. Because they're wood, but are they, like, specially treated? Anyways, this is the weird... Anyway, back to <laughs> love and not death. So well, to be fair, love and death complement each other. Because you love someone until death. Don't see how that compliments, but okay. Until death do us part. Well, duh, but like. For lifers! Okay. <laughs> sound like a goat. Does <laughs> 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 sound like stop. a horse or a goat? You sound like a goat. <laughs> okay, stop. <laughs> no, <laughs> stop. Anyway, yeah, we need yeah. one more question for love. One more. 
What is love? I already asked you that, and you didn't answer. Yes, I did answer. No, I asked you to do four words. I answered earlier. That was in the first part. This is the same part. Oh, sorry. I was clean. Okay. Yo, Patra. question. I was young. And then you I need just... to think of one about love, because I've asked you like four questions now. I told you, I don't know anything about love. You wanted to ask the questions, remember? I wanted to talk about boys, not love. I don't want to talk about boys. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. I would do anything love. not to talk about boys. Yeah, well, here we are. Talking about love instead of boys. So be happy and ask the questions. I am happy. No, I thought you didn't you didn't want to be asked the questions, oh, remember? Right. I don't want to ask the questions. You want to do either? Uh, um, Just think love. What's the first thing that comes like question that comes? <laughs> What's the question, Mary? Come on. What's your ideal date? Ooh. That's like the first thing that comes that's the first thing that comes to your mind. Well, first My date, ideal date. Your your first date. You've never been on a date. I've never been on a date. Me neither. Let's go. Whoa. That was so sad. <laughs> that was even sadder. You know what? Anyways, ideal date. ideal date. Something authentic. I hate the idea of someone being like, let's go. Get this off Pinterest. <laughs> okay, you know what? I probably got my idea on Pinterest. So. Um, but like, I hate the idea of someone being like, let's go see a movie or let's go watch a sports game or Ew. let's go do something that involves just staring at something else. <laughs> Let's go to dinner that and stare so at each other and not talk. No, I want something that's like, like if my ideal first date is like something that's like, no one's going to say that they did that on their first date. Like Hiking. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, though, like hiking. Or like, I have a friend, her name's Ariana. Her now husband, what they did for their first date was they walked, they had to get through, walk through Walmart. They had to buy something for their date or something like that. And what they decided to do was they gave each other each five bucks. Mm-hmm. and they each went and got each other a present for five bucks and they yeah. had to have a good story to go with it yeah. and then after that they just danced through walmart Aww. like that no one says that that's what they did on the first day you know what i feel like something that'd be really romantic is if, like for the first date he like makes you dinner you know Aww. like wouldn't that be cute that would or like a drive-in no, movie. don't do something cliche or like what if like, just I feel like that's like the most authentic like i love you. Kill you but like you guys stare at the stars and watch the sunset and exactly dance, like, something yeah oh my gosh like another another movie, one man. another another song um wait what's that song uh wait by jason morass where he's like oh oh let's see what the night can do yeah let's see what the night can do it's another song. really good one really? that right there is an ideal date like yeah. i think if you want to authentically that- show somebody that you love them do something that shows you that like it's different than every other person because right. that's what love is it's different for every other person. Don't be like, man, so everybody goes out for dinner at this one place, so we're all going to go out for dinner at this one place, and I'm going to do exactly what everybody else does. Let's Don't go do to that. Olive Garden. Yeah, yeah. No, or like, let's let's go and get dessert first. Like, let's go to Olive yeah. Garden and order, or breakfast. They don't have breakfast at Olive Garden, but you know what I mean? Like, do something out of the ordinary. Right. Do something that shows, like, hey... I, I care about you out. to the point that I've thought this out so it's not cliche. Right. I think that's love. Right yeah. That is ideal. If you want to do it, you're not going to be like, so I found this good place that's like everybody This is where I here. took all my exes and they liked it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. If anyone ever tells that to you, walk away. Walk away. Please walk do away. us a favor. We will congratulate you personally. We will just walk away. Please. Um, yeah. All right, this anyway, that I was a good wrap-up. This is where I proposed to my ex-girlfriend. 
She said no for obvious reasons. How do we die? She said no for obvious reasons. Obviously, because you're a Yeah. Obviously. Obviously. Anyway, that was a great wrap-up question. Really was. I enjoyed that. I'm so good at these things. Anyway, we hope you guys like that our messy little spiel on love and not boys. We probably will end up doing one on boys, just because it's gonna happen. Probably once you're married. Yeah, six years from now. Definitely. At least. Okay. Mm, I'm giving you three. I am graduating. <laughs> Anyways. From college before that happens. Um, have a nice day. Yep. I'll see you on Peace the flip out, side. Y'all. <laughs>